And now to welcome to our virtual stage, Susie McKinley, Marketing Manager at Tetra Pak for Mid-Europe. Hello, Susie. How are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm great. Thanks. How are you? Excellent. Yes, very well. So thank you for agreeing to give us this little um, fireside chat. A couple of questions uh, to you. And the first one, explain why you decided to adopt connected packaging. What was the draw? Yeah, I think um, the simple why is the future is is really digital. Um, Digital technologies are rapidly changing the face of food and beverage industry. Um, And we see that digitalization is shaping our everyday life and how we normally would establish an open dialogue with consumers on this topic is really transforming the way that we live, we consume and work across all different industries. Even looking at like the last year and particularly with the impact of of COVID, we see a massive increase in screen time. We see that there's more and more digital consumer engagement and also growth in in e-commerce. And then this has really kind of impacted the traditional marketing activities and channels that we would have focused on before. And so really what we see is that it's a great door opener for brands in the food and beverage industry to really step into kind of an online world. Mm -hmm. And we see that this could be done via the physical object which could be the beverage carton in this case, and really give a very personalized one-on-one interaction for brands to interact with consumers as well. We really see even from some of our global consumer research that, you know, 40% of consumers today, they want to buy from channels and brands that cater to their preferences and engage with them directly in this kind of one-to-one platform. And so here, this is where we really see these opportunities to, to focus on connected packaging and the digital area. So you talked about some of the benefits there, being able to have that kind of one-to-one conversation with their consumer. Are there any other key benefits and maybe any challenges that you've had to overcome? Yeah, so I think there there are many benefits um, from this. So um, number one is that we're unlocking new opportunities for brands, for our customers, and also for consumers to get more value from beverage cartons than ever before. So before previously, we would focus on product protection or functionality, and now it's really about differentiation and also connectivity as well. And what we also see is that modern day consumers, they're some of the most well-educated buyers that we've ever seen. They're more vocal, they have access to information at their fingertips more than ever before. And so really for brands to succeed, they need to build this trust. They need to build this kind of constant connection with consumers. And this then offers a way um, with the connected packaging to have kind of a great incentive for brands to connect one-on-one pre and post purchase and gives them a way to engage, educate, and also entertain also their consumers in, in a way that we've never seen before. And then also for some for the benefits for the for the brand owner to connect mm-hmm. with the consumers, you're also going to be able to tell um, and measure how much time people are spending with your brand, or are they trying to look for an uplift or a cross-selling opportunity? So here you again you can educate consumers or help them understand the benefits of your new product. So all of these areas can then really be be measured. And also then you can boost your sales. So you could talk about using digital coupons, for example, or, you know, 
tell your friends about this new product as a way of really trying to, to uplift those things. And I think kind of the, the main benefit that we really see is, is this real-time insights. So they're really going to be able to, to see who they are talking to, what are their likes, what do they think about the brand, and then in future, then making sure that this is more accurate and personalized and really opening up a very valuable two-way feedback loop. So consumers can tell directly to the brand, no, I don't understand this or I don't agree or I want the next flavored milk to be cinnamon, whatever it might be. That there's a really a valuable two-way feedback loop that we haven't seen with other traditional marketing activities before. On the challenge side, like anything that's new, um, it takes a little bit of time. And, you know, we see that consumers are really expecting a lot more and brands need to be bold and brave and really, you know, not be afraid to talk to their consumers in this one-to-one sort of way. And also we, we kind of expect in the future that there's going to be more legislation about transparency and traceability. Mm. So already if brands are already con- um, engaging with consumers today in a, in a personalized way, then consumers are also going to start trusting them more when they start to say, oh, hey, this product is from here this orange was grown in this area of Spain, whatever it might be, that this will be the time to start today. And then the adoption will happen at a much faster rate and you will get more consumers on board to really then focus on the long-term benefit. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think there's quite a lot of different changes in legislation there as well, where obviously connected packaging can can play a big role. So talking about the future, how do you think the packaging world is is set to evolve in the the near and and long-term future? Yeah, so I think what we just talked about is kind of the first basic stage is is all about kind of engagement, building product information, getting consumers used to this type of engagement with with physical objects in a digital way as well. And then kind of in the longer term, we see that this will have also an industrial application, even involving kind of smart manufacturing. So like I mentioned with the, the tracking and the traceability part of things, then here we'll see that the whole value chain will start to be interconnected with each other. So you'll really be able to see uh, quality, productivity, food safety all throughout the the food um, supply chain that we've never had this much transparency on before. Then when it kind of comes to to moving away from traditional packaging and tomorrow we we see it even being intelligent packaging on that side. So we we also think that there's going to be further growth in consumer engagement enablers. So think augmented reality, even as a new way to interact with brands. And also then in the future, we think that this intelligent packaging that this will become kind of the centerpiece of of the value chain. So in the future, packages and devices. So here, think of your smart fridge. So not just a smart TV anymore, but a smart fridge even, that the packaging and the smart um, applications will be able to communicate with with one another, even providing a new level of service and, and insights. So kind of imagine one day that you're at home um, and your smart packaging or intelligent packaging is saying, oh, your product is going to go off in two days. Here's a interesting recipe that you can use because we know that you love spicy food. <laughs> so this is where we really see that these intelligent packaging will, will start to interact and really help elevate people's lives. That sounds like something I definitely need. So <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll definitely be looking out for that. 
Thank you so much, Susie. Um, some really interesting insights there on, on connected packaging and um, some great looking into the future of how our fridges can also talk to us through our packaging as well. <laughs> Thanks so much for your time. Super. Susie, marketing manager at Tetra Pak for Mid-Europe. Thanks very much. Fantastic. Always checking in with Susie. We have been working together for some years now and we've been working on some projects that have really fantastic results. And I just wanted to give a bit of a summary um, and, and really just give a little bit of a, a, a final gloss to um, what we've been doing. So, as I said, connected packaging has got several different ways to be able to um, be activated. The QR code at the moment is the most common. As I said in the last um, session with Rachel, I also believe it will be the most uh, majority common going forward, but you have got other options. You do have the option to have NFC tags or Digimark, or of course we can do connected experiences through um, location-based beacon technology. QR codes, as I said, um, have massively increased over the last two years, you can see that there's an almost 100% growth in both reach and interactions. And we've talked about lots of different ways where QR codes are being used every day, either in methods to pay, menus, um, in bars and restaurants, the track and trace app, we all know what that's all about. But also before COVID, there was mobile ticketing. You went onto a plane um, with your mobile boarding pass, which had a QR code on it, mobile coupons, et cetera, et cetera. And now more so authentication um, and check and traceability in terms of your product itself, which Alessio touched on in his earlier session. So there's definitely um, growth there in terms of QR code usage. The global connected packaging market is expected to be almost 32 billion by 2027. And if you look um, across the different areas globally, that's actually going to be an increase right across um, the world. No particular market doing much more than others. We had a poll, we had a poll with Rachel um, and we saw that almost 80% of our respondents, the people who were on our sessions with us had actually scanned a QR code in the last week. Um, a recent study uh, from 2020 um, actually showed that 40%, so perhaps as a skew with us, may be um, more likely to scan a QR code, being that we're in the industry that we are. But the general public in 2020, um, almost 40% um, percent, um, have actually scanned a QR code either today or in the past week. So again, that huge increase in popularity just now makes it so much easier for users and consumers to connect with you as a brand. So why would you be thinking about doing a connected experience? These are the three reasons to drive awareness and educate either about a new product, a new flavor, or something in particular that you want to educate your consumers about. It might be that you want to um, give some more information around your sustainability values or the heritage of the brand or something in particular that this is a fantastic channel for you to open that gateway for communication. Secondly, to drive sales. This is a marketing um, connected experience uh, tool that can be used. Of course, if it's in marketing, it's got to be there to drive sales. So it could be there to drive sales. It could be there for authentication. It could be there to drive awareness and educate. But most importantly, what brands are finding, and Rachel mentioned that, is around the first party analytics. So being able to understand your consumers better. What do they like? What do they not like? What flavors are they interested in? 
Um, what do they know about particular things? How do they feel about particular things that perhaps your brand stands for? Who are they? Are they male? Are they female? What age range do they fall into? Where are they? Um, these different things are really then able to be seen in a, in a, in a real-time dashboard. So once you understand your consumer better, of course, you can market better to them and being able to obviously talk to them in the language that they want to be spoken to. And we talk about the analytics because it is so important. This is just a snapshot um, example, of all the different things that you can actually uh, track. So bounce rate, pay a package scans, coupons sent, people engaging, how, how many times do people re-scan? Are they male? Are they female? What are the answers to the quiz? What do they prefer? Um, and of course, our platform will also allow you to be able to randomly choose winners um, daily or weekly or leaderboard led sharing to social media how many shares which was the most uh, shared particular product or selfie so many different data points that really helps you to build up an image about how your product is being consumed and how your consumers feel about your product at any particular time and um, point we have a case study um, of a brand which is um, emmy emmy good day we've been working with them over a good few years now this is one of their campaigns they have a new campaign uh, coming up in market so um, if you are in the swiss market do look out for it so this is an example of just how exciting um, the brand can really pull things together so again from a qr code emmy had two different things that they wanted to promote in market and it was two new products oat milk um, and a balanced drink um, a balanced milk drink as well. So what we did was we built games around a particular product to drive home and educate users around these two new products, bring awareness to them. Um, the oat milk drink, um, obviously giving some information around how it was made, balanced drink, we created a game that also helped to tie into the whole thing around 60% less sugar. So the whole thing is being able to understand what the messages to your consumer and putting that to them in a gamified way as alessio said in his particular chat um over 90 percent of people who work on the connected packaging campaigns repeat the activity and emmy is just one of those brands so what i'm hoping that um you picked up from some of our really interesting speakers today is that connected packaging really gives you the brand the opportunity to turn your packaging into a media channel as most of these products are not decanted, you'll find that your product is actually in your consumer's home for a, a series of days. It may be consumed from the packet itself, such as in the Griner and the K3 noodles or, or yogurt, or it might be something which is in the fridge, such as your milk or your juice for several days. That opportunity there for you to speak to your consumer is right there in your consumer's home. Your biggest marketing asset is potentially already in your consumer's hands. So how can you open up that door to opportunity and let them in?